everyone. Welcome back to Memory Maze, Taking Wrong Turns and Right Decisions with Alzheimer's, a podcast where I share the unfiltered story of navigating this disease alongside my dad. My name is Jen, and today we're talking about the early signs of Alzheimer's disease. Is it or isn't it? Now, Alzheimer's can be sneaky, like a fog rolling in slowly. You notice a bit of mist here and a touch of haze there, but you tell yourself it's just a passing weather system. It wasn't until we were preparing for my son's Marine Boot Camp graduation in Paris Island, South Carolina, that the fog really started obscuring the path. We were all a bundle of nerves and excitement about to witness this huge milestone. But amidst the planning, something felt off. Dad, usually the rock of our family, the guy who could navigate any map and remember everyone's birthday, began asking the same questions repeatedly. Jay, where are we going again? Became his new mantra. At first, with our family's penchant for sarcasm, I thought he was messing with me. But gradually, it became clear this wasn't a playful act. In the airport, he was overly nervous about the arrival of his luggage. He must have asked me 10 times where his bag was. Not yet understanding that he wasn't messing with me, I leaned across the seats of the plane and yelled, for the love of God, it's like Groundhog Day with you. They will be in South Carolina when we land. People on the plane chuckled and my dad sat back satisfied. And while I knew I was razzing him as I thought he was razzing me, I knew it was weird. It was different than his normal razzings. So when we got to Paris Island, my dad and I beamed with pride. The rest of our family joined to celebrate my son, and we soon learned that a hurricane was rolling in. News updates crackled on the car radio. Evacuation warnings were flashing on our smartphones. My son's graduation, originally planned for the next day, was moved up hours ahead of schedule, a whirlwind of scrambled last-minute arrangements. And amidst the chaos, Dad's calm demeanor felt jarring. As we jumped into the car, my husband mentioned the storm, only to be met with Dad's blank, what storm? It was like a switch had flipped, disconnecting him from the reality swirling around us. The irony is that a major storm system was rolling in on our special event, but meanwhile, there was an even larger one brewing in my dad's brain. I started to realize something was amiss. My dad had lived independently since my mother's death, so because I didn't see him every day, it probably took me a bit longer to notice the signs. And he was driving, a lot. He was a driver's ed teacher for over 30 years. He knew every back road like a human map. His daily routine was to get up, shower, go to Dunkin' Donuts, and order a medium hot, two cream, one sugar, and a glazed stick. He'd come home, read the Boston Herald, do the crossword puzzle, and nap. And these things were still happening. He was still living his daily routine. But as I thought back, there were other strange incidents. Like, for instance, a misplaced jacket and accusations against my brother for taking it. My brother was a 47-year-old man, certainly not interested in raiding his dad's closet. His constant trip to the bank to check his balance, 
I often wondered, why is he so obsessed with his money? One time he got lost coming down to the shore for a family vacation. He had a complete inability to use the map app on his phone, despite having used it fine in the past. So we had to navigate him verbally to get him back to the house. Then there was the time he left our family vacation abruptly due to feeling anxious and wanting to be home. We just thought he was being temperamental and missed his bed. And talk about the messiness of his home. So my dad was always a bit of a clutter bug. He'd have stacked mail, empty Dunkin' Donuts bags, neatly folded and stacked. Well, this regular clutter started to morph into messiness. Crumbs, trash, empty Dunkin' cups piled on the counter, dirty dishes in the sink. I used to joke and call him Messy Marvin and tell him to clean up after himself. I reminded him jokingly that there was no maid living there. But now I realize they all started aligning into a picture I wasn't quite ready to see. It was then that we visited the neurologist and some tests were ordered. And he did pretty well, scoring 8 out of 10 on the neurological exercise tests administered by the doctor. It was fascinating. My dad could write beautiful cursive, draw an amazing hexagon, cite Shakespeare, but couldn't remember the three words she had just told him two minutes prior. His doctor was a bit vague on the diagnosis, stating something like, the MRI shows signs of deterioration of the brain that can be found in patients with dementia. Kind of a strange way of saying he has dementia. And because this was not a traumatic situation, there was no sense of urgency or really any action that needed to be taken. So I left there confused. What does this mean going forward? I started with Google searches, but what I found for Alzheimer's wasn't exactly what was happening in my dad's life. I mean, he had some signs, but not all the signs, or at least not yet. So then I called the Alzheimer's organization who helped educate me on what I was seeing and why. I couldn't understand why is it so hard for him to take a shower? Well, they knew that this is a big task for an Alzheimer's patient and that there are ways to guide them into it to make it seem less daunting. Well, it all just seemed so daunting to me. And at the beginning, I wasn't yet ready to fully accept what was in store. And the one thing that was always said to me was, well, every patient is different. So that just left me with a whole nother area of unknowns. So the early stage itself was a tapestry of little forget-me-nots scattered throughout. Lost wallets, misplaced keys, moments of confusion in familiar places, deteriorating hygiene, unkempt hair, unkempt clothes, infrequent showering. But if you aren't with them every day, you may not notice it at first. And when you do notice, it's a roller coaster of emotions. Frustration, heartbreak, even anger. I remember sitting one day crying at the unfairness of it all. I had raised three children as a single mother and they were finally grown to a point of independence where I could focus on me, my career, my hobbies. And was that all now taken away because I needed to care for my dad? I felt selfish, of course, but it was a fair emotional outburst. It was overwhelming to now handle a disease that I knew nothing about. But there's also a crucial realization these early signs, these stumbles and blips are actually a call to action. 
Ignoring them is like letting the fog engulf you entirely. So if you are new in the journey, I encourage you to look closer. It's forgetfulness, yes, but not just the occasional misplaced keys. We're talking about repeated questions, difficulty following familiar routines, a growing gap between the person you know and the person they're becoming. There's uncharacteristic behavior in moments of absurdity that require intervention. So if you too hear those little whispers, don't be afraid to listen. Embrace open communication with your loved one, with your family, with neighbors and friends who may be able to help recognize and validate the signs for you. Seek professional guidance through health professionals. Having a diagnosis and understanding at what phase they may be at will help you to set a plan moving forward. And reach out for support. Schedule regular touch points with the Alzheimer's organization or any local organization or support group around you so that they can help provide resources. You are not alone, and within the fog, there is always, always a path forward. Thank you so much for listening today, and until next time, stay strong, stay kind, and never forget to laugh.